Yes, sir. Ski, you are tuned in to another edition, another episode of Infinite Vibes. I'm Miranda, man. To my right, I got the richest lady in Atlanta, Georgia. She just look like she got it today, y'all. I be, look, I be trying. We build it, right? Brick by brick. Brick by brick. You know, but we got a special guest that I've been watching for a long time. Absolutely. Who we got in the building? B-Lax? Man, we have somebody from the motherland in the building right now. He go by the name of indie section <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to do that to do intro. It's fresh though it's fresh that's what's up dnd section yeah. welcome yes. to the show man so first things first yeah. you are clearly lit because she my sister's told me so much about you you know like this is somebody we got to get on the show no matter what i'm like if you're telling me about him he must be doing his thing so yeah thank you i appreciate you of course i really appreciate you guys having me of course like you deserve to be on this platform you've been putting in the work like i first caught wind of you when you did a music collaboration with Christelle, which is our family, you know, shout Christelle. Out to Christelle. Yeah, shout out to Christelle. You guys have been putting in work for a long time, and now we know Afrobeats is really like the the new music of the world, like that everybody love. You know, we it's literally going probably. I know hip hop is number one, but I foresee Afrobeats being number one in the future. Yeah, like honestly, that's my opinion. But you know, you've been out here working, yeah, so yeah, I've tell us trying. about. Tell us um, about what you got going on. Like, what, how did you get started into this? Mm-hmm. How did I get started? That's a crazy question. Um, <laughs> uh, like, how did I get started in general? Like, as a kid, I was just, there was nothing to do when I came back from school in Nigeria, but watch, like, MTV Base, which was, like, our MTV in Nigeria, and, like, Channel O and all these other, and Trace, which are, like, all these music video channels, right? So I was seeing, like, Ponder Replay by Rihanna, Early 50 Cent, Eminem was huge in Africa at one point, and then obviously with Afrobeat like um, videos that were going crazy back home. But yeah, it was really that. And then my dad is into jazz and Afrobeats and like early Afrobeat fellow cool team. My mom made me do poetry as a kid, so it kind of like ended up. It's like I was primed to do it, right? Yeah, but then when I got to the A, like when I moved here when I was younger, like it was just it was just a different world, and there's so much influences because when I came out here, Ti was like. Yeah. Trap guy. Yeah, yeah, like he was like Living everything. Living in Atlanta, Georgia, when T.I. had it, was an experience. It was an experience. What? It, it was, was an different. Experience. It was like, that was when it was really like Atlanta. I'm talking about baggy pants. Everybody was shaving their heads all the way down now because they want to be like T.I. Like, yeah, rubber bands was, around your wrist. I'm telling you, everything was crazy. This is times of tech decks and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It was When I came out, it was a culture shock. But then, I don't know, as I grew up, just starting to listen and still listen, being tapped in the home and being here, like I just really got on the music tip. And then when I went to Vadosta for college for a year, that's when I really locked in and I came to the city and I was like, yeah, I got to get out of Vadosta, I got to go to the city. And that's when I started really getting into it for real. Yeah, because you really got the sound. Like if I had to say, you kind of have your own sound in mm-hmm. your in your own lane because we hear like the melodic Afrobeat songs and stuff like that. But the way you come in and you kind of bring like the culture of the South rapping Mm -hmm. that trap Mm kind of vibe to it, but you Mm -hmm. speaking and uplifting your people at the same time, but it's on Afrobeats. That shit so hard. Like, is that how you always envision it when you was growing up? Like that you were going to be doing this? I, I, I wanted to develop my own sound. Like that was the main thing for me is I wanted to be different, but I never thought that experimenting, which is like one thing I would like push on everybody is like experimenting would turn into whatever this is now. You know what I'm saying? But I think it was just just years of just recording because at some point I was in the studio probably like 
four to f- no, maybe like six days out of the week, ex- except the one day where my producers would be like, bro, I can't link today. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I was one of those guys. I was a studio rat. Like, I just wanted to record, 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 because I just wanted to, I wanted to be good because I didn't like my music. I was like, this is good, but it could be better. Right. So, But I think that's interesting, though, because honestly, mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to stay in the studio. Yeah. And you're supposed to be willing to critique yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what was that like for you when you discovered that you might not be as good at first? Was it disheartening? Did you put a lot of pressure on yourself? Like, nah, not around, not at all. Like to me, it was just like I, I gotta get, I gotta surround my, myself with people that I think are better than me, mm. because I'll never reach that level if people around me aren't better than me. Great right. advice. So I started to be around artists that, and they, they might not have been the litest, but talent wise, and the understanding of music structure and understanding music. Like my producers are real music guys. Like they really do sound engineering. They went to school for music. So being around them, I had to pick up because they're speaking in terminology and I might not understand it, but right. I got to get right so I can be able to not look like a fool in the yeah, studio. Yeah, so yeah. it was just surrounding myself with singers that could sing better than me, rappers that I thought were dope and better than me. So it just made me, because I'm a competitive person. Right. So like I feel like the pressure of people setting a standard is always me, makes me step up. So I think that was the main thing for me was just like, okay, I got to get in the studio and I got to work. I got to really go crazy. No, that's facts. That's hard. And I know he came by himself, but I know you got a team. Yeah, yeah, I do have a team. Talk about your team. I have a dope team. Like, right now, like, it's really, like, shout out my boy, Gauze. Gauze is really, like, my boy right now. Like, everybody in my team, nobody really has positions. It's just all about just making something work. And I, I think that. love that too, man. Mm-hmm. I think what's really dope is that my team is a mixture of like people from that are African and people that are black. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's important because that's the main message that I want to push, right? Is that like it's the same thing, right? Yeah. End of the day, we're, we're all we're not different. Yeah, we're all we're all black. We walk in the room, nobody cares. The other people don't care for African or we're African American. We're right. just black. So mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing of how I compromise my team is because I wanted to be able to have people here understand what our mission was, but I have people at home understand also what our mission is, right? So I, love that. I think that was the main thing with building my team. That's it reminds necessary. me of me and you, bro. Really? Because we really <laughs> just get shit done. Like, yeah. we don't have yeah. one role. Like, yeah. uh, I agree with that. We don't have one role, and it's very important to have good people around you that know what they're doing. But with that message, you touched on, you know, the fact that being black, we're not different. Yeah. So coming from Africa, mm-hmm. did you encounter that energy of because we always hear rumors all the time. I've never been to Africa. Mm-hmm. We always hear rumors about, you know, there are people in Africa who, you know, if you go to America, they don't consider you Africa anymore or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Um, Coming here was tough at first, man. Like, oh, man. And I went to Atlanta Public School, too. Oh, what school you went to, bro? I went to North, I went to North Springs High School. Oh, wow. That's a big-ass school. Yeah, I went to North Springs High School. <laughs> I thought he was about to say he went to Doug. Or nah, I went to, like, I went through the whole elementary, middle school, and then I ended up going to private school to go hoop, and that was, let's not, I'm not even going to get into that. But, <laughs> okay. but um, bro, I went to Atlanta Public School. That was on my ass. Yeah, yeah I believe <laughs> That was on my ass. Like, Fulton County Schools was on my ass. I was like, damn, like, this is, this is kind of crazy. Like, they really roasting me right now. And I have nothing to say because I'm just, I'm fresh. This is new to me, you know right. what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> with that, right, with, with how I see, like, black people, right, it's just like, okay, so the media is going to push this agenda on you, right? They're like, oh, 
da-da-da-da-da, Africans are like this, black Americans are like right. this, and there's going to be this divide, right? But right. end of the day, like, the reason why Afrobeat is spreading the way it is is because it's a natural rhythm to black people. You know what I'm saying? If you look at drill music and you look at Afrobeats, they have similar drum patterns. Right. I agree with that. And people, a lot of people don't know that. And um, hip-hop, too, is like, what you say in your music matters and what you're hearing in these Afrobeats, what they're saying is really uplifting with people like Asha yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then the beat pattern, like, you know, kind of what you said, and I do believe the Afrobeat will be the number one genre in the world, like, in the next For five sure. to ten years, just because it's... It's world music. Yep. We all want to dance. We all want to feel good. And I feel like this music now is connecting these two bridges of Africa and America. Mm-hmm. And it's now making it to where it's like, you can go on TikTok and you can see an African influencer or somebody that went to Africa and see like, oh wait, this is not what they're showing me Absolutely. on TV. This is like something totally different. So like, I feel like that right there is like, again, that's the mission, bro. It's to make all people just feel like, bro, we're all black. I would love to take all y'all to Nigeria and like show y'all Please what this stuff. I can't wait. Man, I'm Please telling you, I'd love wait. to show you. Like, we gonna hold you to that. When you get the bad bag, we got, don't forget nah, about let's us. Do it. Let's do it. Now we got to get you out there to interview some African artists too no, so you can get their perspective. That. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that would help because now if, if people like, you know, as the world is globalizing, like people can ask these artists the right questions Absolutely. instead of the one that the mainstream media feels like you gotta ask you know what I'm saying now you can really be like yo I was in Ghana and I saw this and then they'll be more open because these artists will now be like oh wait like you was in Africa like you really came and tapped in you know what I'm saying and tapped into your culture Yeah. and there's a sense of peace at home too I yeah. think that's what I want black people to understand in America too and everywhere in the world is that like there's no peace like the peace you'll have at home because that's like Everybody around you is black. There's no race. There's no anything. There's classism everywhere. But like, end of the day, it's just going to be like this infinite vibe. You know what I'm saying? We're just all the same. We're all lit. We're all beautiful. And I think it's just like, that's the main thing I want everybody to know about like this bridge that we're trying to like really build between the two sides. We would need to go with you. Yeah, no, nah, oh yeah, no. Nah, we got to check. Yeah, yeah, we we got to go to Africa. We got to check in Africa. We're not going by ourselves <laughs> the first time. Hey, <laughs> man, we turn up now. We turn up. So, yeah, up. yeah, we turn up. Hey, you walk us through, like, how oh, yeah. everything be. Get y'all some good traditional wear. You know what I'm saying? Get y'all fitted. You know what I'm saying? That's what's Get y'all up. some good cheap food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Good beach days. All that. Nah, trust me. You'll be. I love that. You know I'm, I'm going to get y'all right. Don't so worry. So what you think about like with Akon and what he's doing and building a whole mm-hmm. beautiful city, Senegal. Like mm-hmm. He's literally creating that mold for artists to come back home and create an infrastructure to help with income and build jobs and et cetera. So how, how do you feel about that? With think what he's doing? I think what Akon is doing is like brilliant because I think a lot of people sometimes when you're on the journey and you get to that bag and whatever it is, you forget what you're supposed to do, right? Absolutely. And I think one thing about Akon is that, you know, there's a lot of guys that are coming up right now that are already up, you know what I'm saying? We got the big three in Nigeria, and I feel like um, as those big three start to, you know, age out and they get to Akon's age, I hope they look, use him as an example, right? Because end of the day, like all this money, the exchange rate works in are in Africa's favor because you got to think one dollar in America is 730 naira in Nigeria you know what I'm saying so right we now when we come over there. yeah when you come over there if you come out there like with the right amount of money uh, it would st- it would still have to be a good amount you're 
you can live really well. You know what I'm saying? And I think what Akon is showing is that if you can take these large amount of funds you make in America, it can do a lot of damage and a lot of good damage, I mean, in Africa to fixing infrastructure. So That's amazing. Like, because usually it's the other way around. Cause yeah. Like oh, yeah. No. Nah. It's like I know like. American money in places like like London is less, but that's Europe though. Yeah, you're. Exactly. You know what I'm saying Europe is where that's everything. The daddy and mama, like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. That's where America yeah. come from. That's what I'm saying. Europeans is white. Like yeah. they, that that's case, European they, standard. You exactly. know what I'm saying. That's why they call European standards of beauty all that. You know what I'm saying. They don't call it American standards of beauty. You know what I'm saying. Now that's fair. That's deep. Who is the big three? That's deep. Uh, you know, you got David Whiskid Burner. Okay. Yeah. What about Tim's? You know, I was. It was crazy. I was just she talking. Hard, bro. She I hard, bro. No, she got to no, be a private. Hard, no, let me tell you something. Let me <laughs> tell you something. Hard. I, I got in a huge argument with my homies. I'm not going. I'm not going to expose them. But mm-hmm. uh, but I I know I'm going to win this bet. And I bet them. I said, bro, like Thames is going to be bigger than all three of them, just for the simple fact is she's not making traditional Afro beat, right? right. She's in, she's incorporated with the most soulful genre in the world, R and B. People, there's R&B people. I will say, mm-hmm. first time I heard of Tim's, I did not think she was from Nigeria. You thought she was probably like. I thought she was from, I thought she was like five, Philly. Yeah, somewhere to be. I, like I didn't that. go tell that lie. I thought she was like, I don't know, Jill Scott, Philly, Neo Soul. That's I'm crazy. not even going to tell that lie. I did not think she was from Africa. Yeah, nah, she, bro, she's, and the thing about it is that I'm not, I'm, I'm starting to get into R&B. People are putting me on R&B, but. I'm not going to lie. Like, there's people that live and die for R&B. No like, fact. that's like their bread and butter. Like, yeah. they'll wake up and they'll throw on Anita Baker and all this yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. they really live and die for it. And I think her incorporating, like, it's like a, it's like, it's the real Afro R&B because it, it has the rhythms and it keeps you moving, right? right. But then it has this, uh, it has that soul and that, 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 uh, that R&B gives you when she sings because her yeah. runs and the way her voice sounds. I think she's gonna be. I think she's gonna be the biggest. I think. I, I see her ceiling being bigger than Adele. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel That's like right. she she can write to that level. Yeah. Her connections. Her team is also like, well, what a team. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because her team is crazy. Africans and Americans coming together to create something crazy, which is another thing of bridging the gap, right? right. And. Uh, I think Thames is going to be massive. I love Thames. I really do. She's already a legend, right? Yeah. And coming in the game because, like, she got trap people wanting to use her vocal as an mm-hmm. instrument. You got Drake. You got the two. You got the, <laughs> the two goals. Future, like, what else? Like yeah. in the past, like ten years, like what combination has hit harder than Drake and Future? As Nobody. Like, ain't nothing I can think. In the Nobody. last ten years, no. Last 10 Nobody. Years, nah. Last last person was hitting like this was probably like. Yay and Jay Z. Right. Yeah. Nobody else is hitting like Drake and when Drake and Future drop a song, it's the biggest shit in the world. It 100%. is. Like, Every time they drop. And they and they sampled a girl from Lagos, Nigeria. Like yep. they you know what I'm saying? Vocal. Shout out Lagos. Yeah, like, yeah. We all thought that Shout was a new record. Didn't even know it was a sample effort. Come on, man. Straight from Because that was a higher is the song, right? Yeah. But yeah. I just like the fact it wasn't an average remix. It was literally using her vocal as the melody yeah. and the instrument. With an all African band too. The all African band played the live band. Shout out my boy Is and Sonic up. Major. All from Lagos, Nigeria, by the way. I just gotta, I just gotta rep my city. You know what I'm saying? They did the record higher. Yeah, they they helped. They were because it was a live performance on Genius. It wasn't even a song. It was an actual live performance on Genius. And like I said, like Lagos, man. So there's weights, man. When people wake up on Lagos and see what's really coming out of Lagos, it's crazy. Telling you, I want to go to Lagos. It's like Atlanta. Yeah, that's what they said. Cause um, bro, it's Atlanta. I'm telling you, think about it. You know how we got Future Thug, everybody. That's how we lined up in Lagos. I'm talking about. Uh, Wiz Kid, David O, um, 
Bella Shmurda, Buju, Fireboy. Everybody's from Lagos. It's like we're literally the Atlanta of Africa. That's the two. Those are two most important black cities in the world. Like Man, you're helping me pronounce it because I ain't go. I ain't gonna hold you. Like I didn't pronounce it like yeah, that. Yeah, people say Lagos. Lagos. So Lagos, right? Lagos, yeah. Lagos. So Lagos is the first. African country that played my record. I really wanna. City. They've been. I mean, <laughs> I had to say city. city. I, had to, yes. I had to correct it. I had to correct it. I had to correct it. She been Nigerian. She been Nigerian. Lagos is the first city to play my records, and okay. I really appreciate them. And I would love to go out yeah. there to that city and just pay homage because yeah. y'all are different. Yeah, yeah it go in, down in over the world there. know. It go down over there. Absolutely. It go down over there. Radio I'm curious to know though, man, because um, you said you went to Valdosta. Oh gosh. One thing, nah, it's okay, bro. Because it's like the thing about Valdosta, like there are a handful of people mm-hmm. that went to Valdosta, quit, and joined the industry. And Word. one person that comes to mind is black. You know, okay, black, okay. yeah, black oh, went to yeah. Valdosta. This is so crazy. I was just talking about this like two days ago. Oh wow, interesting. So when you were in college, like, mm-hmm. what were you studying, and what made you say, "Man, this ain't for me"? Um, jeez. I was studying at the time I was studying marketing, but then I, I just I just couldn't mess with the numbers. Then I switched to law and I was in Valdosta and when I was in Valdosta, I think Black had just left like the year before or something like that, or like maybe two years before and he was really cool with this guy out there that was rapping called Ease, right? Mm-hmm. And um shout out to the Valdosta community too. Yeah. Um and I remember my one of my big homies, Supreme, he just like he was like, yo, when Black, yo, I was just talking about this the other day. He was like, yo, when Black was out here, and I think uh, Swag Hollywood was also out there as well. Like, there was a lot of people that came out of Austin and went back to the city and turned up. There's a lot of people that people don't even know now that are in prominent positions in the music industry that came from Valdosta, right? And I don't know, when I was in Valdosta, it was cool, but it was, it was too, I was hanging out with a lot of older guys. Like, a lot of guys that were way, like 23, 24, I was like 18. Mm-hmm. And, because I don't know, I just met him one day on campus and I just clicked better with, with, with and I didn't want to make young, I don't like to make young people mistakes. So I, and I was young. That's and I, good. Yeah, so I wanted to. That sounds around. very African. Right. <laughs> Got an OG. <laughs> Got to have OGs around. Yeah, yeah nah, to. yeah, yeah. I grew up around older people, so like, that's how I got my wisdom. Like, yeah. I missed. I didn't make a lot of mistakes because of that. Yeah, it helps you because like when and when you do make the mistakes, there's somebody to tell you that like, yo, that was really stupid. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. like, they had told me like I had, I was at the time I was I had got into an altercation with one of one of my with like somebody on campus and stuff and my um one of the one of the my big homies he was like yo like there's nothing for you here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like leave out us to go to the A, go to like transfer to Georgia State and go make music, bro. Like. There's nothing here. You'll never pop here. Your music, niggas won't understand it. Like, you got to go do something different. And shout out to Reek, man, and Boo. They're the two people that told me I should dip, and I dipped. And since then, that was the best advice I ever got. That's what's up. Yeah. That's hard. I love that. That's hard. Love and they, where they at now? Oh, they still with me, man. We still kicking it they're in the city now. They okay. they moved from Valdosta here. They in the city. They doing their thing. They're doing well. They're happy. That's the main thing. So, right. Yeah. They're still here with me. They're still on the journey. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that, man. I love that. So what are like some goals that you want to accomplish for yourself, man? Um, I, I think that my number one goal is always just to build my mama house in Nigeria. That's the, my number one goal is just to take care of my family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think life goal comes before like career achievements to me. So I think I, I would like to accomplish my life goals first before any musical goals right, so right. i think definitely getting my mama house you know what i'm saying 
and my my parents just house in general nigerian you know what i'm saying helping my brother go through art school that would be fire but um like music goes like i would love i would i, I want i want to be the first african artist i mean I, thames will beat me so it's okay i've i've i've, I've accepted it but i want to be the first african rapper to win an award outside of an international category in in music and that's at the VMAs, that can be the Grammys, that can be anyway. And that's a real goal for me. Like, I really would love to be wear that on my chest. Right. Um, because rap out of Africa, people don't even think about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about Afrobeat. And I would love to be the first, like, because I consider myself a rapper. You know what I'm saying? We're all artists, but I'm a rapper because I, I love to. That's what I, That's where everything comes from. So um, that's a big goal for me. I would love to, um, I would love to tour, like, everywhere like a europe tour i would love to go to places like asia and stuff like that just to meet people um i want to build a school that's a big thing is to go build a school back on the mainland in nigeria so those are like my main goals right there i don't everything else doesn't really like streams and numbers and all these things right. they don't really mean anything to me like you know what i'm saying like what's that tony snow song don't look at numbers mm -hmm. um so um yeah i just that's that. Yeah, that that's that. Just really life goals and then those small music goals, and that's really it. So yeah. Or you can look at the numbers for your streaming to go on tour, your own tour. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I would look at it, like a positive, yeah. kind of like what Brent Fayez did, because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that is the new way. Like that's way the data you can see, like who's listening, mm -hmm. and um, you can do your own tour. You can do mm -hmm. your own thing instead of waiting on people to do it for you. Yeah, you we know? did something like that this summer, actually. Okay. Yeah, we did a little mini tour. We did New York, we did Houston, we did L.A., and we did Atlanta. So you look, you have fans in those particular Yeah, cities. in those particular okay. cities. because the, And I did, we did D.C. as well. Yeah, so it was like a where the big African diaspora was. And like I was able to kind of see what cities and what songs to perform in what cities. So, yeah, that was like very interesting when you got down to the analytical side right. of things yeah that's what's up absolutely that's man that's hard man so talk to our listeners about you know your music like what are the songs that you got out right now that they should be checking for and why um my favorite song i have out right now until friday when this new record comes out um <laughs> is it's already out it's well, already yeah, out. It's imagine already that out. yeah imagine that <laughs> is already out so let's go stream imagine that uh, I think Zaza with my boy Smooth. That's definitely one of my favorites. Darling is always a favorite. Um, Runaway is a favorite. There's a lot of dope songs. It all depends. I, I make a lot of diverse music, so yeah. it really all depends what your taste is. So if you're feeling chill, if you want to get lit, workout music, whatever it is, it's all there. I try to just cover all emotions because music is all emotion-based. So. Darling is one of my uh, personal faves. Believe it or not, I have been like when I was mixing on air, I would include it in my mix. Yeah, and I'm yeah. already. I, I, I saw mm -hmm. the Shazams on it, so you might have had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had oh, something yeah. to do with yeah, that. Yeah, I had I something to do with that. I would like to think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I, I really feel like you, you are paving a way for artists in Atlanta that are from the motherland mm -hmm. to be able to have a pathway to follow because sometimes people may feel like I don't know what to do, I don't know where to go, but you guys are doing it. Quantum, yeah. Gemma. There's some crazy Toye, talent. All of y'all are doing your thing. There's some crazy talent in Atlanta and America in general, man. And I just can't wait for when people are like, you know, first people are all going to go look in Africa to see what they can find. But when they come here and realize there's a massive diaspora in Atlanta and Houston and D.C., shout out people like Toye, like you said, Gemma, Flush, Andy, Maradona in Houston, Lamy in D.C. There's a lot of Africans doing great things in America with 
dope music yeah, yeah. like dope dope ass music so like i don't know i feel like the scene is really growing and there's young guys too that are, like are coming up that i see at georgia state and tech and all these schools because you know most african kids you're gonna find them uh in college making music but they're gonna be trying their best to do it and it reminds me of me when i run into a lot of these young guys not to, i don't know i'm acting like i'm old but i'm not old but, <laughs> <laughs> but just running into a lot of younger guys right like 18 year old guys and stuff like that and seeing them like you know find inspiration from what people like me and toye and Gemma and tobes and everybody's doing that's right. It's really, it's really inspiring, man. It is. It's really inspiring. Definitely. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, man, congratulations to you on all your success. Thank you, man. Thank um, you. We rocking with you. Like I said, if you good with sis, you good with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we all family now, man. 100%. We family. Yeah. And when we go to Africa, we got to check in with the king. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We're going to get active. Get We're going to get active. Experience. <laughs> I'm not pronouncing it. I feel different. Legos. Get uh, you up now. Legos. Yeah. I was saying Legos. Uh, hey, every, yeah. everybody be saying this. So I don't feel that. Yeah. Everybody who is not <laughs> African sis. Right. <laughs> Literally everybody It's not even funny <laughs> So um, one thing about Infinite Vibes We always yeah. like to encourage our guests To just provide positive words of affirmation To anybody So to come up well, so, so what's some advice that you can provide my guy uh, Best advice I can provide The less time you spend focusing On the negative and everything that's wrong Is Less time taken away From you trying to figure out the solution And when you figure out the solution Everything is clear. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, for real. Yes. So as soon as like you stop focusing on everything that's going wrong right now, and you try to fix the little things, eventually those little things will get you out of that feeling of whatever you're feeling inside. And I think we all kind of deal with that. So right. yeah, absolutely. Wise words. Wise words, man. Please give our listeners your social media. Let them know how to get in contact with you. All that and that song, bro. Yeah, D&D section, type in Instagram, TikTok, all those things. Yeah, D&D section, that's D-N-D-S-E-C-T-I-O-N. Hey, tap in with our guy. He has on a real Rolex, no tap, TikTok. Tap, tap, tap. You know what I'm saying? You see that swirl? Our guy is on his way. This is a dope okay. artist that's on to come up. It's really a Bapex. Shout out, Bape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's really a Bapex. Shout out, Bape. Hey, shout, man. shout out to Bape. Hey, man, I feel mm-hmm. like we're going to have a lot of these, man. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, bro, I'm excited, man. We got to do, do these for every drop. Every drop. Every drop. We gotta do this at the at the when we drop the album. At the album. Release you doing party. it next year? Yeah, we gotta yeah, when we drop okay. the album. We're gonna be there. Yeah, okay. let's do it. Now we're gonna rock out. I'm holding y'all to it too. So hey, when I call I mean, y'all. Hey, hey, well we'll say this. How about you? We put a show together and we can do a live interview there, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Across Afro Beast, D D section. Come on, man. We can do a sit down. Let's like let's do a real sit down, get some people, let them hey, let's do it. I'm down. We're about to plan this. I hope we on record now. We have it on video, guys. It's on record now. Because I'll be I'm gonna call him. So if she, hey, we locked in. Look. We, lock- <laughs> <laughs> we gonna make it happen. Uh, if yeah, it advised, did these sections. Hey, we out.